0: Keepers of the Word. We're an esoteric study group of Freemasons uh, whose purpose is of sharing esoteric knowledge and some other stuff too. That's about yeah. What I I got it. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. Uh,
1: the the content and our opinions that we share here at Keepers of the Word are solely our own opinions and not the opinions of any lodges or appending bodies or grand lodges. or grand lodge. And here we are. Here this we is Mike. This is. Ron, we got James Bracero, and we have Mike Tugwell. So, Mike, uh, we're in the Scottish Rite Library. Uh, can you give me a little bit of history about this building and the
2: library? It was built in the early 20s to satisfy the capacity of it. We needed people, we needed a place to meet. And they built this beautiful building in the theater and the theater is beautiful it's named after been dedicated to Ernest Borg one of our longtime members and really great guy got to meet him and hang out with him a bit uh, during those days oh really yeah when I joined in 86 it was there was still he was still here uh, Royal Dana was one of my good buddies there he actually offered me a job in Hollywood for the work I do here on the stage oh, cool. and uh, a lot of good people we were doing all the degrees twice a year wow so we were here every Friday night working hard a lot of And we do 29 degrees. There are 29 degrees in the Scottish Rite from the 3rd, from the 4th to, to the 32nd. To the 32nd. The 33rd is an honorary degree right. for service.
1: And that's pretty much, a, you serve, you're serving your valley, you're serving your community,
2: and you get recognized for that. And the community hall. included, Audie Murphy was a member here, Tom Mix, he was his carpet. Oh. And a lot of Hollywood's lived back, to a whole lot Hollywood background people did all the painting and the artwork in the theater? Any, all those like, backdrops are all yeah, Hollywood, Boy real Hollywood props. People did those backdrops oh, and okay. created those props. So it's, it's it costume actors. Well, Ernest had is pretty oh, good type. Right. <laughs> Audie Murphy. Audie Murphy was a Murphy, war right. hero.
0: Actually, I just saw a. Um, I saw because Audie Murphy was a member of North Hollywood Lodge. Yes. And those guys just posted a picture of the Tyler's record from the night that Audie Murphy was raised mm-hmm. and that record I don't know if you saw it or not, but the book was filled. Mm-hmm. I mean they packed the house the night Audie Murphy was, was raised. Well
2: if you're in the right lodge in the right conditions, like when I was raised my book was pretty full too. Because I knew all the, I was a Dean Lay first. Okay. So I knew all the bears of the lodge. I was their dishwasher before I came in and, yeah. came in and got into the lodge, so I knew I was at every state meeting. I knew all the brothers, and so when it was time for my third degree, which was also a Past Masters night, where the Past Masters perform all the work, uh, it there was a full house.
0: That's a pretty Quite, good honor. I know, I know yeah. that we've done several Past Masters nights at our lodge, and it was it's definitely an honor to be the person that's getting the degree, and I think of all the Past Masters.
2: Two oldest past masters from 1935 and 1937 were both there, and one of them was my senior deacon in the second section. Wow. Oh, cool. It was some of the most beautiful rituals you'll ever hear from those guys from the past doing it right. Because they get it first
1: time, first yeah. shot. Huh? That's a lot of memory, a lot of memorization. In, in your history here, is there any specific memorable moments that you've had in this
2: building that... Well, meeting all those guys and doing all that work. And when I was behind uh, Royal Dana when he was, we were signing in to come in, and, and we both went upstairs to robing. And we just had a good, we just hit it off. And he said, again, he offered me a job after awesome. after the degrees. He said, because uh, I had a part, I was had the lead part in the first degree of the night, and then his degree was going on, and then and then I was the final degree. I was we were walking up the stairs, and the degree master of that degree runs down the stairs. Oh. You're my tugboat, right? And I said, yeah. I've been looking for you. I hear you do a good ritual and learn quickly. I said, yeah. He said, I need the lead for my for my degree, the last degree of the night. We don't have anyone. My lead guy, his wife's in the hospital and won't be able to make it. He won't make it. Can you learn it? And I said, well, there, I could do my best. I'll learn most of it. But uh, I'm not going to learn that obligation. The obligations are fairly long in Scottish Rite. Right. right. And he says, "Don't worry, that's already in big print on the altar. You can read that." <laughs> and then I gave the, did, the, did the work, learned the part, and did it from memory. And I was sitting exhausted after getting out of makeup and out of because we did full makeup and right. beards and mm-hmm. and and I was playing the role of King Solomon in both wow. degrees. So I was a lot of beard and makeup, a
3: lot and costume.
2: <laughs> and I got done. And I sat out exhausted in the dining room because not only did I do two degrees, I had to learn one of them.
0: Right. And so I just like, the. The decompression, yeah, from... and I'm just
2: there and there, and Royal puts his hand on. Comes from behind me. I don't see him. I'm trying to eat my pie, and he puts his hand on my set. He says, "Son, I saw you get that part, and you did it. You blew it out of the out of the water. That's almost thought that was an amazing job you did on your work." He says, "If you ever need a job in Hollywood, you give me a call." Wow. So that was a pretty, uh, that's pretty memorable. Yeah, that's that's definitely memorable. (laughs) It's
1: definitely memorable. So, you know, speaking to, say, someone like myself, uh, I haven't joined any other opinion bodies, what would you say, hey, how would you say, talk to somebody saying, hey, maybe you should check out the Scottish Rite. Maybe you should go go through that.
2: Mm -hmm. The first thing I would say before that is to make sure you understand and work with the Blue Lodge first. Stay at your home lodge, your mother lodge. Learn what you can about the first three degrees. Because that, that's the foundation for all the other education that you're going to have in any other, in any Masonic work. And this is more like continuing education, college, if you will, university. Right. And so everything builds on what you've learned before. So if you haven't got the good foundation, that's the first thing I would recommend. Oddly okay. enough, I'm not out to get people to join right away because, you, because I want you to have a good foundation and not miss what's the lessons that are taught in those degrees. Right. And then when, if you're curious about new things and want to continue your education, then this is the place to come, one of the two. I have to not go York right. I don't know how that works, but they don't have the same number of degrees that we do. We don't perform as many of them. And so this is a lot more, there's a lot more depth
0: to me here than there would be there. Hmm. Okay. I I was able to join York right, and I enjoyed the esoterics behind it, but my opinion, was that almost that I think the people that are within York Rite don't truly see the esoterics behind York Rite versus I haven't joined you Scotch Rite yet. I am interested. Um, but from my understanding of People involved in Scottish Rite, they understand the esoterics behind Scottish Rite, the degrees, the different teachings, the different mystery schools that are mm-hmm. the, incorporated into it. And now that I've learned that, I'm truly appreciative of it and, and very interested yeah. in joining. And you
2: guys are here, I, I, having talked to you before, you guys I would recommend for Scottish Rite, because there is that there's that depth there, and you have the foundation to go on.
1: Right, yeah, we're really Island. interested in joining. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I mean, especially after you know hearing you talk about it um, in our previous conversations that we've had, and just in general, like whenever you hear somebody talk about the Scottish Rite, it, it's, it's kind of like there's this mysticism behind it, right? And that's kind yeah. of what intrigues me about Masonry. That's what brought me to Masonry. So, it, it, it just makes sense for us to be a part of it. Yeah. I mean, you know, this is what we're about. We're keepers of the word. We're about knowledge. And I mean, look at what we have around us you know this guy was in charge of putting all this together and making the library functional
2: so well, the books were all here
1: yeah but and, you and, still and, got a <laughs> number of them and you still got a uh, yeah you had to do all entry, the work. Did, entry so, yeah, yeah having,
0: having a bunch of books in a room you can call it a library but until you have stuff numbered and documented oh. and if people want to be able to check stuff out and read it and and, and learn the knowledge. Then, well, they were
2: when I took over. They were numbered and documented, but they'd lost half the numbers, so I had to re-enter all wow. thousands of numbers. Wow. We you have seventeen hundred books. Oh, we have, have seventeen hundred cataloged books in the in the day race, and and then almost that many authors, and they lost all the author numbers. So I had wow. to. So that's what I've been doing. Well, I finished that this weekend, and now you couldn't have sat. We couldn't have sat at these tables before before Saturday afternoon. Because there were books and things piled on them that I managed to get on the shelves or or in these shelves to create a uh, a catalog.
1: Well, it looks nice and neat now. It looks clean, and it looks like you did a great job. So thank you. Um,
2: It's my love of books and masonry and esoteric that made me want to be this job. Same here. I took a little break. (laughs) I took a little break from Scottish Rite because I had money issues, and... They, when I came, when they got me reinstated, they reinstated me because, and I, and I got my reinstatement because I heard this position was open. And I knew that I would be, I would do the job justice. Right. Yeah.
1: This is a dedication. This is like a life's work right here, man. I mean, especially with all the information that you have here. I mean, there's books back there that I was looking at. And I'm like, dude, I never heard of that. And you, you, you do have books here. I'm not going to say what they are, but they're, it's not something that you would find at a library. It's no. not something that you would even find. You would have to go to like a rare bookstore right. to find these gems with, with information. Especially this one, which is the one that we always refer to as the Secret Teachings of All Ages by Manly P. Hall. Yeah. But this is the second edition. It is a beautiful piece of work. And, I mean, if you, if you touch the, the pages here, I mean, they're, the artwork is beautiful. And, and the print is beautiful. And I know we have several different other versions of this, but until you see it in in this version, then you haven't seen the book. I'm sorry. Yeah. It doesn't matter what version you have. If you don't if you've never seen it or, or had opened this up, then you didn't, you, didn't, you haven't seen the book.
2: No, this one we won't check out. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I hope even though we, even though we have three of them. Yeah, well, I would never <laughs> check these out. You know, we wouldn't these, check this out. At all. These
1: are this is like the soul of the library here yeah. you know, yeah. because. I mean, if, if in the information that's in here, it's it's not just masonry. It's it's the secret teachings of all ages. Yeah. It lives up
2: to its name. It's the it's the historic, it's the philosophical history of the world. Right, and and it's it is progressive. So you start at the beginning, and every chapter builds on the previous one. So you you continue to learn more and more. He just adds more and more historically yeah. and more depth. So as you start at the beginning, it's beginning, simple, easy stuff. But when you get to the back, he's talking about some pretty heavy stuff. And But you're, you're ready for it because you've been reading the whole thing. If you read the whole thing cover to cover, it really follows that path. And that's kind of what the Scottish Rite does. It takes your th- first Blue Lodge degrees and adds more and continues to build on what you've learned. So I just turned this page,
1: right? And like I said, it gets pretty heavy into some stuff. So James, you want to take this one
3: on or? Uh, I mean, there's many things <laughs> you that you can talk at me, about. you I need to know what that is. <laughs> it's this Pythagorean's little secret ring. So he liked to do a lot of stuff. Shapes, as most people know him by. Um, but those sh- shapes that people know him by was just like the tip of the iceberg of those shapes. And here they're lettered, numbered, or they're giving significance to those shapes and what the shapes mean what they are what they entail what they hold so that's not something that's easily passed on to somebody um so so i would say i recommend you know the secret Mm -hmm. teaching of all ages highly recommend um purchasing it and reading it because this like you say um it's very heavy in the back of the book or at this stage already but he expects you to read this and you you are, are lit from in. front to back. Yes, to able to get it off. yes. yes. you're you're, you're lit in slowly. So here we have Bath Magic. My favorite one. <laughs> it's the, yeah.
0: Ceremonial magic and sorcery.
3: So this is an invocation. Is this um, satanic stuff? This is not.
2: <laughs> this one's really interesting. This one fits very well to masonry in general.
3: And this is what a lot of people get confused. So you have people on the internet, you know, YouTubing. Funny enough, we on YouTube, but YouTubing weird stuff, and you start getting random stuff. You know, this is Baphomet. You know, everybody thinks this is Satan and stuff like the that. That is not. Is that is Baphomet, and then Baphomet um, is not what you think. You know what that lily means? Exactly. So it's it's knowledge. It's not Satan. It's not Satan. No, no. it is definitely it is knowledge. So he's there in the corner. Watch he's you. there in the corner. You know. <laughs> and, but the other thing, thing about
2: this, and this is this is what I was trying to. to I had a guy who was having trouble. I was te- I'm a candidate's coach for years, mm-hmm. and I had a k- trouble guy t- trouble with. He was tr- having trouble learning to circumscribe mm-hmm. that word and what it meant. And this right here
3: well, you're is an example being wrapped around. But in this
2: case, there are two ways you could think about it. In this case, the circle uh, is protecting him from the outside, from the from the enemy, or vice or versus. if he's standing on the outside, uh, yes. it's protecting him, the world him from the world, correct, or the world from him. Depends it, on what it depends you're on your doing, yet, yes. Or what you're right. putting in the but circle. It's always a mystical circle of some kind that mm-hmm. protects you in that way, right?
0: So let me ask you, as far as circumscribe being concerned, within our within our rituals, um, clockwise versus counterclockwise. I've seen I've seen some pushing and pulling. I've seen some rituals from other jurisdictions that do the opposite of what we do. I have never seen that.
2: Not in, not in, not in Blue Lodge Masonry. Okay, yeah, I because saw Because it's it, but... always, we're, we're always following the right-hand path. Right. So we always sort of right in the right hand direction. Right. The left-hand path is the feminine. So unless you're going to do something with feminine energy, you you don't want to go the left way. You always go to the right. That's interesting.
0: Yeah, I think it was the I think it was uh, Arizona ritual that they did they did their perambulations last kind of year. Hmm.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I got to check that out. That's some information I did not know. Mike, thank you.
3: Yeah, it's a good, good uh, choice to flip to there, Mike. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> I just picked it. it, 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 you it know, wanted to no, be read. No, you know, there are no coincidences. No, yeah. <laughs> right. So this isn't something dark or anything no, like that. It, this is really really very light, and that's why we talk about. This, that's, right? why we that's why. That's why we're about here. We're here to educate you
1: on
2: what all these things are. and and these books like this. Um, help illuminate the symbols, illuminate us, so that we can interpret the symbols. Because a symbol is designed to obscure th- from those that aren't ready to learn what its meaning is. Right.
3: So that's going to be resurrection. Mm-hmm. That's uh, the CRC, that's mm-hmm. Christian Rosencruz. Uh That's his tomb that they're talking about there. That was a pretty awesome guy. Uh, yeah. There's a lot we can go into on that one, yeah, I, the, the floor. Yeah.
1: yeah, the floor. I mean, there's a lot of information. Just in this, the picture worth a thousand dollars it's worth more than a thousand words. Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff going on right here. And that's why you got to pick up this book, because there's just so much information. Right. And this is not something you could just read, like, within a couple months. This is something you have to, like, digest. Yeah. Yeah, I you are really a lot of referencing. Yeah.
2: I kind of, I in, a, in, a, in a sense, I, I agree with the principle of what you're saying. But what I just—you I can read it very quickly and should. Any good book like this, the Bible, this book, uh, the Blue Lodge degrees, you know, reread it. As, as Morals and Dogma. You've got to read them and to get a feel for what they're about. And then go and then back, go back yes. and study them, hmm. and you get a better appreciation for them. Yeah. So I've read I, Morals and Dogma four times. It's I, not yes. the first time was not <laughs> the first time was just to get an
3: idea of how it was written. I, I first picked up Morals and Dogma when I was 16. I saw it at an antique. Uh, mall, mm-hmm. and I bought it for I think 10 bucks, $10. and I thought it was the coolest thing ever, and I couldn't put it down. And I read all the degrees and stuff, and started seeing uh, things that were similar. Some of the words in there I couldn't even pronounce. I didn't know what it was, so I would read it and have my dictionary, and have a piece of paper and write down all the words I didn't know what the heck and that and,
2: is. And a encyclopedia. And and yeah. Because now so I started writing when he, stuff. Wrote, when he wrote that book. He wrote it with the with the. Assumption that everyone had the classical education that he would have had, or anyone of right. that time would have had. Right. So they He's learned about the Greek gods. Man. They yes. learned about yeah. the they, they, yeah. in school. They learned about the Greek right. and Egyptian gods and the, and some basic philosophy. Mm-hmm. So he that was the basis. He expected you to know that before you read the book. And a lot of modern kids and kids of all ages, they, even adults, mm-hmm. don't have that foundation. No, so it crazy. takes them. You have to read that one on your second try you through. Probably with have to. the other with the. Would help. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. and you probably had to go to like either Catholic school or, you know, so, some type
1: of Catholic private Catholic. school in order to understand the, the more philosophical, more philosophical, liking the Greek religious side because you know? now in, pro- in in public school there's no way you're going right, to talk yeah. about
2: these
3: the things. Iliad or something yeah. like that maybe. You
2: know, so they leave that English. part out. Well, <laughs> that was, I was blessed. I was in a, in a gifted program. There you go. So like we did get exposed to all of that. That's good. I went to
1: Catholic school most of my life, so yeah.
2: yeah I, it, it's, it's a similar cool. idea.
1: Girl, I'm not gifted though. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm yeah. blessed. I'm not gifted. Um, so awesome. moving
1: moving right along, James, you brought some books that you wanted to share and mm-hmm. talk about.
3: So keeping in with uh, Malcom P. Hall his great works, he's one of my big favorite guys. I like to uh, read and give lectures on and talk. About, get people to to go, and I always tell you guys at my lectures, I don't like to give references and specific quotes because. Um, that's me doing the work for you. If you guys want to know this, you guys should put a good foot forward and actually dig into a book, uh, read. I can I can tell you something all day and all night long. You guys can watch us on YouTube. You guys can listen to us on podcasts. But until you guys pick up a book yourself and read, um, you will not actually sink your teeth into it. Um, you will receive it, but you will not digest it. Um, so I encourage you guys to go out and to... To find it on your own. I want you guys to be mad. How come you didn't give me that reference? You know, what's he talking about? Is that is that for real? Um, get out there and prove me wrong. Uh, I want you to help me learn, too, you know? I don't know everything. Um, but I've been collecting Malie P. Hall since I think I was 17. Um, I will not tell you how old I am right now, but I've been collecting Malie P. Hall for a very long time. Um, I have some first uh, editions that are signed by Malie P. Hall. These are just, a, just some books Um, The Secret uh, Destiny of America, which is a must uh, right after um, The Secret Teachings of All Ages. Um, I have some random ones that most people probably won't ever really see. Questions and Answers by Malachi Hall, which is a wonderful book to have. Um, It will help you to read and digest some of those other books. Uh, The Ways of the Lonely Ones is a really good book. Uh, You have a book on healing, uh, lectures on ancient philosophy, uh, this one here is Journey in Truth, which is a really good one. I have that one signed, uh, Pathways of Philosophy. Uh, he's one of my idols. It's what I kind of want, wanted to do. I had n- no books to read on all these different religions, so I started making my own books and my own, um, dictionaries and stuff, and then I found that he was doing the same work. I thought it was amazing. So, I have a few books here. I've set them on here, so you guys can go find them. You don't need first editions. You can go buy, um... The more modern version ones, the cheaper versions. You can go to PRS, um, their online library. There's like I don't know, hundred thousand of them online. Of sacred texts to go read and his works as so well. So PRS. PRS. Philosophical the Philosophical Research, Research Society. Society. I'm sorry, <laughs> it's okay. The Philosophical Research Society. I recommend um, you guys go and check he, out.
0: He formed that, and Blavatsky. Was involved, Blavatsky was involved with yes. the formation of it as well. Correct? So that's
3: my yeah. other favorite person. That's theosophy. It's H.P. Uh, Blavatsky, Helena, Helena Petrovna Blavatsky. She's a little Russian princess with a, a kick. Uh, I can say that she like smoking cigars and cursing the like sailor. She's an awesome lady. Uh, seances, Yeah, seances. Uh, she like going around disproving uh, the fake seances and the the charlatans, the, the charlatans <laughs> and stuff. They hate her. She had death threats. She had people trying to kill her. She had personal bodyguards. Uh, they wouldn't, you know, they, they would end up dead because people would call yeah yeah they all kinds of stuff there's all kinds of stories surrounding her. she's an amazing person um you have i guess most people will know um uh Crowley a lot of people know who Crowley is uh he literally was in love with h p blatsky uh he thought that he was the reincarnation of her um he followed her footsteps in india he f- saw all his books that people make jokes about him in india uh, on a on a pony or a a boro. so uh Donkey, donkey. So basically, uh, that was because of H.P. Blavatsky. So he was following her footsteps. He went to the same um, the uh, the monks' hermitage that he, uh, that she went to, and they wouldn't let him, him in. Yeah, the pilgrimages. Uh, they they wouldn't let him in because they thought he was some crazy English guy. And then he basically st- wise, but- yeah he was, <laughs> but he he starved himself on the outside of the doors. And basically, one day, like they're like, "Hey, man, this guy he's not breathing no more," and he keeled over because he starved himself. Uh, for like 20 days, I don't know, something really long. He was all skin and bones and finally they let him in. That's how he actually got in. They didn't want him dying on their doorstep, so they allowed him to come in, they started feeding him, and then they started conversing with him. They're like, hey, he does no stuff. So that's how he got taught by them, you know. Yeah, HP it's that's uh, Letters of Hindustan and all these wonderful places that she went in India. So these are just a small, small amounts of books. So um, you guys go pick up cool stuff from B Hall. There's a new Secret Destiny of America, uh, I believe. Um, what is that book about? If you don't mind me asking. The Secret Destiny of America, man. Um, that's really cool. It's basically about how our country, America, that we live in. Star of America. Ah, uh, that's a, that's a, something a little bit different. That was a philosophy about a star called America. Uh, if you follow that star, it will lead to a land of honey and milk, milk and honey that was prosperous, that was untouched. Um, which later on, you know, people were traveling there. A lot of um, information leading to who had that information. Uh, the Norse uh, men, a lot of them had that, and they traveled there. The Egyptians had it. That's so why they had trade with the Incas, and the Mayas. They would trade. Um, the Phoenicians, the Phoenicians, the Phoenicians were the ones that the were first the first sailors. That we had it. They were yeah. true sailors. Everyone else stepped close to the coastline. They were able to go out well, out to sea. They, they have you have a lot of uh, countries that they, they stuck to the coastline because he said it was uh in the middle it was full of mud well, that. and and stuck ships so they couldn't get through. Well, they just didn't know how to navigate. They didn't have the coastline. Right. The Phoenicians were the first of the European, the European to, descent to, yeah. to do that. The more southern, to study. yeah. The, the Norsemen just hopped over the, the little. Yeah. Frozen rainbow there over <laughs> over the top so so you get a lot of Norse um, uh, towers and stuff like that along up in Maine and up in the northern areas and stuff like that so yeah come check these books out see you just to America. You have uh, Mitch Horowitz, who uh, redid a lot of these books, uh, Secret Teaching of All Ages. He is, is Mitch Horowitz going to be at South Pasadena? South, South South uh, December 2nd. First Monday. Uh, December 2nd. Please yeah. so go check him out. It's
1: a $10 donation. If you go show up and bring 10 bucks.
2: I will be
3: there. I will be there. You will I'll be, be there. there? Yeah, I will be Mike, there too. will you
2: join us? Mm, we'll have to see. Okay. See. All right. We'll try to get him to join us. Well, hang little out. Give us the
3: word. South Pasadena. Come see Mitch Horowitz speaking on December second. We will be there. Yeah, Come ask us Joe questions. He's right here. I want to make Joe go. Yeah. Joe's gonna go. <laughs> He's gonna go. As long, gonna long gonna go. as he gets better, he'll go. Yeah. So um
1: Is is there anything else that we wanna ask Michael? Hmm. So okay.
3: I, I, have, I have some questions, Gosh Wright. So <laughs> what would um, so I am joining Gosh we'll Wright. Hopefully um, we'll <laughs> I believe come uh, June. I think oh, you we're guys take have a big class. Yes, big yeah. class. Yeah. I'm gonna take yeah, the big yeah. class. That's That's um, I've been waiting. So um, I do know my grandfather was here mm-hmm. uh, in eighty one and he went he took the classes. Um, so I, this is more of a pilgrimage for me to come here. I've always wanted to come here. This is going to be the end game for me. So I've oh, done... I don't think so. Yeah, I it's not the <laughs> end game, but game. I mean, this you is where I wanted game. to come it's and a, reside. I think yes. it's going to be a new beginning It's a you. very, very big chapter in my life coming here. So this is all serendipity and all just, you know, uh, all of us coming here and stuff like that. But um, so I've done the Blue Lodge, Mother Lodge. I've done York Rite. I've done all of York Rite. Um, I'm a Shriner. i did the whole Shrine stuff, Hot Sands, good stuff. Um, but this one I saved the last so that I can do my most focus on here because I, I, I feel I'm going to be here for quite a long time, it's a lot to digest. I've always loved Albert cool. Pike, but um, what do you think people should expect to get out of this? I mean, not without giving away we'll anything, I mean? right? Them, they put right,
2: in. you can't get anything out of something if you don't put something in. Now, the first one you first agree, just like Albert Pike says, you if we even if we make a mason and he disappears, you never see him again. He, we still would have taught him something. He still changed them, for sure. So enjoy the degrees. Listen to, their, listen to the content. Listen to the, what they're doing. Because there's a lot of deep symbolism in there. It's not just the surface stuff. There's a lot of things going on in every degree. So pay attention. Yeah. More so than you would on the Blue Lodge. Because uh, because it's, there's, it's, a, it's a different level now. Right.
1: Right, and then you know, referring back to the Blue Lodge and the symbolism in the Blue Lodge, there's a
2: lot of esoteric knowledge
1: in there. It's just unfortunately they don't talk about it. It's like you have to shake it out of them. Unfortunately, I had Ron, like after each degree, pull me aside and tell me a little deeper side of what was going on, and I feel we're doing a disservice to a brother if we're not explaining those parts.
3: Yeah, that that was actually spoken to me about when I first joined Freemasonry, um, I asked how come certain things weren't talked about after my degrees, because um, I was already pretty well versed in a lot of the war or stuff like that that appertains to stuff like that. Well, and uh, We're just yeah. coming out of our shell, maybe, so what
2: like yes. What happened is in the war, our, our, our brother Roosevelt told everyone, suggested that it might be a good idea, because this was, the, the war was not just a war of Fighting, there was a, there was a symbolic war, mm-hmm. and there was some esoteric things going on. He gently suggested that you, before you go to war, you might want to join the
3: lodge. I well, you can understand the ideologies that was behind that. And so it's then, but there then was the they came back the... and had to feed their families and take their care of their
2: family <coughs> and they didn't go back to lodge many of them. And so, and as time progressed, rather than they, they were told to keep things secret. So rather than err uh, and make them and, and word out what they shouldn't have, they said nothing, and it continued into the fifties and uh, and uh, and that and, it, and that became that was the decline because they didn't say anything, right. and so we're just learning in the seventies in my era since I've been in, in, in the age, late seventies early eighties we're just learning again how to talk about masonry. That's beautiful. And it's something
3: that we want to
0: well, and cultivate it's un- and grow. It, it's unfortunate that. Like so many brothers that have still grown up through the 70s and 80s that should have been learning about those principles, the esoterics that have that have been essentially forgotten about within masonry, didn't learn it. I mean, and it's nice that you know, I know from my from my experience and my perspective was that when I started learning a lot of those hidden symbols and stuff like that, um, and I would share it with some old you know, older, as far as, not saying older in age, but older Masons, yeah. um, some were very open to it and were surprised that they had never experienced that before and were amazed and and really enjoyed taking in that knowledge. Mm-hmm. And there were others that were just like, that's a poppycock. That's, well, they were
2: social They were belly so, right, Absolutely. They were table Masons, right. right. yeah. the, which is okay. That's a good right. thing, too. We yeah. need yeah. those as okay. well. We need you guys yeah, but, as well. Help support. But... Yeah. So one of my things, I always right away, I started becoming a candidate's coach. And what I do, I don't just talk about the ritual. Well, I do. I do talk about the thing they have to learn, but I talk about little history pieces that we go. No, why? Is what the did they, why? And why do we do this? And then when I give Masonic education lectures, well, I they're most I make them discussion groups. I don't make them lectures because. I want to learn something, and they're going to say something that's going to teach me something. So I want to make sure that they're good. It's a two-way street. Yeah. But they, but I talk. The teacher about, can become the student. Yeah. But one of the first things I to go do is all the monitorial stuff that's left out in the lectures. I start with those. I do one or two of them, and we discuss them.
0: Well, my, I don't remember who gave me the the information that basically they told me that. If there's something within the degrees that makes you question it, you should definitely research further. Absolutely, that. because there's going to be reasons behind it. That's a rabbit hole that you want to go down because mm-hmm. that's going to give you information. And, and there's another phrase that you
2: should, if they say something, there's a phrase that if you say it, the words you know the words after it mean are not are not necessarily historically true. And that's another rabbit hole you need to jump down is when they say, Masonic tradition informs us, whatever <laughs> comes after, you, you need to be studying that. Because that's not, historically, it doesn't, right, right. And it may not be that the was, way they say
0: it. That was part of our stories.
1: There's a lot of symbolism in Masonry. And, you know, it was funny, I was, I was on a Facebook um, page, and this dude was saying, there's no, there, there's, there's no pentagrams in Masonry. Oh, come on, really, dude? You had you have to bring up Pythagoras. You had to talk about you know a bunch of other things. But it's there. It's 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 one of the symbols, and it means something. You know, it has a deep meaning. It has nothing to do with Satanist. It has nothing to do with any of that. Even the Eastern Star. You know, if you look at the Eastern Star, it's an inverted, but it's yes. made out of the it's it's from the middle of Valor. No.
2: That's,
1: well, I know. That's but, not what.
2: It, that's not where it comes from. I,
1: Well, actually, I read something that said it was made, that the way it was inverted was from the middle of valor. He's going to break it down right Break it it down. Break it it down.
2: down. Break it down. It is the eastern star, the star that pointed the way to where the manger lay. Hmm. It didn't point up into the sky. That star pointed down down to the
3: ground. The eastern star, right? The the, the star that that showed the way to the... The magi would follow Yeah, the north star.
2: Yeah, right. It pointed down. It didn't point up.
1: And you have the five yeah. pieces. And you know, The five, five, elements. five elements. The five heroines of the Bible, right? Yeah. And so, so there's, there's a, a lot of deep, deep of esoteric <laughs> meaning there. Absolutely. But Of course, you know, to, to get that out of somebody, it's, it's like okay, yeah. either you don't know it, or
2: or, or they're, they're they're afraid that's secret. Uh, that's okay. the that's the yeah. that's right. the what's the biggest hurdle I've come over in since I joined the, the, the fraternity. That's the biggest hurdle I've had to jump over. Is, nobody knows. That's why I went out on my own and studied these things. Right. Because no one, they couldn't tell me. They, they, couldn't tell me.
0: Well, or so they thought. So,
2: <laughs> they thought right?
1: so yeah, I mean, there's, there's so much to learn. There's so much reference in many different, you know, paths of mm-hmm. the ancient mystery schools, and you know, just it isn't just the working tools. There's so much more. Every symbol you know. is a working tool. Technically, yeah. Right. Every it is, is because it applies playing. to your life. Yeah, it's about the applying you it's the a it's knowledge applying knowledge to the philosopher's stone, stone to change yourself from within. So mm-hmm. to say that there's there's no alchemy in masonry, the whole point of masonry is alchemy. <laughs> yeah. You're changing yourself. <laughs> What's the from within. point
2: within a circle? Alchemically. Exactly. The, the the sun. The sun. No. It's not as it's it's not it's right there in plain sight. Yeah. yeah. It's right <laughs> in front of you. <laughs> But I had a, a past grandmaster of Oregon once, because they, they taught classes on how to teach masonry.
3: Well,
2: how to, how, how to teach? Well, now. they had little workshops. They had little workshops on how to do that. And one, but one of the things he said at the end of all of, all of it was, "We all here in this room are master masons, mm-hmm. but because of the depth of the subject, we may none of us master the craft." Of
3: course not. That's that's forever. So you've taken that course. Yeah. Oh, so you can use that course. Okay. Oh, awesome. <laughs> so you, you guys are here. That, uh, we're Where to get. We're start to start. The...
2: But I just do it. Okay. I just. That's why the things. The things we learned are the things I'm telling. To, uh, okay. Picking yeah. up the right. Picking up the right threads yeah. and, and and you're and
3: adding you go along. You're, you're making me <laughs> create a lot of things. I have a lot of ideas rolling right now. So that's we'll, we'll, the, we'll the, the thing board. I learned: how to, to be a teacher. I've always been a teacher. I think that's amazing that's a, that's a course i wish we had here
0: yeah.
3: so um we're gonna wrap it up now um mike i want to
1: say thank you very much for coming on the show and very much. giving us uh, all this great information and we hope to have you have more of you here and we look forward to being a part of this family um again i don't know if i'm happy to be here and thank you for the opportunity thank, thank you to, you know moving forward we're we're going to move our filming location to the Scottish Rite Cathedral in Long Beach. And many of us are, in, well, we're going to join. We are, yeah. <laughs> we're going to join. Uh, we're going to go down this path, and we look forward to it. Um, we're no longer going to be at Alley Harbor. We're going to be here. And uh, we're looking forward to some new information in regards to micro-lodge. So hopefully, you know, we get that going, and we can, you know, create some, some better... You know, a, a nice a change, change with, with good brothers and path. creating this Room esoteric lodge and, Absolutely. you know, and, and building more on top of that. So, I uh, look forward to some more events. Our lecture series is coming up. Uh, we have a lot of events coming
3: up and Should we you talk know, about what we're trying to plan, what we are currently working on, we get asked about all the time. Um, what did you? So, we get asked all the time from our lovely fans, Esotericon 2. That is in the works. Yes. There will be an Esotericon 2. Please be patient. It'll be here. (laughs) (laughs) We are trying to formalize and make it better than what it was before. Um, We're going to have definitely more lectures um, and more information and more things
0: that we had prior. So... As soon as we can get the uh, the groundwork for it done, and we can start having a setup for the uh, vendors, we will absolutely let you know right away because we know many of our vendors from last year are on our doors. Are interested in being involved again, and we have more new vendors that want to be involved as well. And we'll have plenty of vendor space here. So, uh, I think we we'll you know.
1: yeah, we're going to start opening the doors to to vendors to purchase their spaces within the next month, month and a half, to get that started and book book in your area. There will be 10 by 10 spaces, and um, I think we have room for about 100 vendors. So uh, it's going to be bigger. Uh, We're going to have lectures. We're going to have music. uh, We're going to have food. So it's going to be another great event. We look forward to putting it together for you guys, and we also look forward to to our new home here at the Scottish Rite. Shout out to the Right Care Center. Right Care. Yes, uh, they're located here in, in the Scottish Right Building, and uh, they do a lot of good for you know children. Uh, they, you know, Donald Joe brought us over here. We owe it to him. Um, a special shout out to that guy. He made it happen. Um, and, and the Pirate, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Arsene. Yeah. Arsene. Yeah, the pirate. Arsene and Omen for always being readily available to help us out. And he just got his first degree about a week ago, right? And, and, you know, we look forward to going down that path with him. Um, meanwhile, you know, all our fans, thank you very much. You. Uh, again, at Refreshment, First Three Knocks, check those channels out. Those are some cool cats. Some Carl new, Hearn. Carl Hearn. We new appreciate Grange. you. Uh, <laughs> And everybody else, thank you very much. We appreciate you and we look forward to bringing you more content. Over and out. See you next, nice, guys. guys.